This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. There are a lot of different sports to bet on right now. Don't make stupid bets. BetQL analyzes every bet from every game to find you the most profitable opportunities. NFL, college football, Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, and more. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app today. Number five. We're going to get right into it. The 19th ranked Aztecs men's, men's, men's basketball team has a final tune-up coming tonight at 7 p.m. at Viejas. They have uh, their yearly exhibition against NAIA school, San Diego Christian College. Mark Ziegler wrote about the team this morning and one specific problem that they have, and it's a good problem. Head coach Brian Dutcher said, quote, I might have six or seven starters, and it's just going to be what it's going to be. If you play well, you're going to be in there. If you bring value, you're going to get more minutes, end quote. Tony, what are your expectations for the Aztecs men's basketball team this season? Without having them seeing them play one uh, one possession, I mean it, it feels like this should this is like a, a deep run into a tournament. There's this hype year. here. Yeah, There's I hype. mean like it feels like anything less than beyond the Sweet Sixteen could be disappointing a little bit. I mean that's how it feels. Again, haven't seen them play one possession this year, but based on the squad they got coming back and 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 what they looked like last year, based on the transfers that they they got in this year that are going to be big pieces to it based on the depth uh there are a lot of signs that point to that direction chris uh what are your expectations for the aztecs men's basketball team this year i want to win a uh, ncaa tournament game i really do i mean as good as this team has been for as long as it's been good the last time they won an ncaa tournament game if i'm not mistaken is 2015 beat St. John's, lost to Duke in the second round. Each of the last three times they've been to the NCAA tournament, they've been bounced in the first round. Last year, the uh, heartbreaking overtime loss to Creighton. They lost to Syracuse when 
Buddy Beheim went crazy a couple of years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they also lost a uh, very close game to the University of Houston. I believe it was Dutcher's first season. So I want to win an NCAA tournament game. I agree with Tony. Sweet 16 seems like it's very doable. You'd have to win two NCAA tournament games to reach that, but you got to you got to get one before you can get two. So let, let let's play toward March. Let's make sure we win an NCAA tournament game this time around. And I think that obviously sounds like they're capable of doing that. And I just wanted to add that I think Dutcher's one hundred percent onto it. If you've got seven guys that should be starters, play them all, and tell them that whoever the best five are going to play the last five minutes and finish the game. Yeah, create competition on the team. Yeah. That's a great way to have success. And I'm pretty sure that's how Dutch will play it. So number four. Sitting at three, four, and one, the Indianapolis Colts have made changes to their team by benching Matt Ryan in favor of rookie Sam Ellinger. They all they still lost Sunday's game against the Commanders. Now head coach, who also calls the offensive plays, Frank Reich, has fired offensive coordinator Marcus Brady, who's been with him in other positions on the team since twenty eighteen. Frank uh, Reich said, quote, this was an incredibly hard decision, but one I felt <laughs> exactly, exactly. It this wasn't was... hard at all when they told you if you don't do it, you will be, you will be fired. This was an incredibly hard decision, but one I felt needed to be made in the best interest of the team. Sure. Frank Reich is 40, 32, and 1 since 2018 and has only made the playoffs twice in that time frame. Chris, when is it time to fire Frank Reich? I don't know. If I was a Colt fan, I would want to fire Jim Mersey first, but mm. I can't fire can't the Can't owner. fire owners. Yeah. I don't know. I was really impressed with Frank Reich in the Hard Knock show last year for what that's worth. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Colts yeah. had the in-season Hard yes, Knock show. I, I really liked Frank Reich. I, I thought he was you know, motivating. I thought he was honest. I thought he was pretty smart. So, you know, I liked what he had to say. Of course, the whole thing blew up at the end when they lost to <laughs> it did. Jacksonville. And he, he ended up kind of putting the blame on Carson Wentz. And frankly, I was mean, it he, him? I don't think it was him. No, was I think Jim it was the Irsay. owner. Yeah, the owner squarely put it on Carson Wentz and ran him out of town and gave Frank Reich a worse quarterback to work with than Matt Ryan. I will say that Frank Reich has had a new starting quarterback in every year that he's been head coach with the Colts. But the other thing he has is a great running back in Jonathan Taylor, and he's got to find a way to make him great again. So I, I, I blame Frank Reich a little for that. Uh, I'm in no big hurry to fire him. I think right. he's a pretty good coach. I just think he's got a really tough owner to deal with there. Uh, Tony, when is it time to fire Frank Reich? Yeah, I'm kind of with Chris on this. Um, I'm reluctant to move on from Frank. I think he's a good coach. Just think he's uh, the, hands the, are tied. No, no, it's he's been put in a position where he's. It's like it's like the Colts are. They feel like they're a quarterback away, but all the only quarterbacks they can get are kind of like either, you know, uh, a Matty Matt Ryan yeah. type, or who was the other guy before that? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah. Somebody, I don't want to say retreads, but guys who are at the end or haven't been able to play at the level that they once did in, in quite some time. I should look this up right now, but did Frank Reich uh... – Come in to that head coaching job with Andrew Luck as his quarterback, and then he retired. I think he did. I, think he I mean, did. that would be tough. That would be tough taking it. If job I'm not knowing... mistaken, I think that was supposed to be his. I think that might have been his see. second year where Luck came back and was like, "Now nah, I'm good." 
right before the season. And funniest thing I'll never forget is that OJ Simpson had drafted Andrew Luck in fantasy football. Of course like, you would remember like that. Like 20 minutes before that. And he put up a video on Twitter saying that Andrew Luck needed to watch out. And everybody was like, watch out, Andrew Luck, because you never know. Um... <laughs> Is Andrew I, Luck still healthy and walking among us? He is, he is, he is. And he's enjoying his career out, or his uh, time away from the field. It's it's not loading the stats, but I'm trying to figure out when he retired. And it's just NFL.com is not doing it for me right now. Okay. We can come back to it. Move on. 2018 was his last year. So, yes, that was Frank Reich's first year as coach. That would be tough. That would be tough to lose him. Number three. Last Thursday, NetsGuard and freethinker Kyrie Irving took to Twitter to promote a movie on Prime Video that came from a 2015 book. It's normally okay for players to promote what they are watching and reading, but most of those are not as controversial, uh, controversial as what Kyrie promoted. According to people in the know, the movie and the book is full of anti-Semitic language and ideas. And I wrote this this morning, so I have to change it to Nets former head coach Steve Nash said, quote, there's always an opportunity for us to grow and understand new perspectives. I think the organization is trying to take that stance where we can communicate through this and try to all come out in a better position in both more understanding and more empathy for every side of this debate and situation, end quote. Well, he doesn't have to worry about it anymore because, again, he has been he has been let go by the Nets. Tony, many are saying the NBA should suspend Kyrie, so... Do you think this is a team issue or an NBA issue, this I, this posting of the movie? I think it could be both. Um, you know, I think it can be a team problem, obviously, for said reasons, but it could be an NBA problem because, and I think there's a reason why you saw the NBA, NBA or MBPA yes, MB, yes, uh, yes. release a statement basically, uh, basically, you know, not distancing themselves. They basically just flat out, you know, have have come down on, you know, the side of of folks who believe that Kyrie was wrong in terms of his anti-Semitic view or comments that he made. And so I think there's an education process that I think the NBA may need to get out in front of in terms of educating some some cats why the words they use are anti-Semitic. I think there's a little bit of um, ignorance involved, and as there always usually is when it comes to these type of things. And so, yes, the NBA can certainly get ahead of this and 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 really educate their league. And I also think the team, you know, can do the same thing. It, it could be a kind of a, a full-fledged effort, if you will. Uh, Chris, is this a team issue or an NBA issue? Well, I think it's going to take everybody. You know, it's going to take it's going to take a village. Yeah, so that means the NBA's got to step in and, and educate. The Nets have to step in and you know try to work things out with Kyrie Irving right now, and that, they're making an attempt to do that right now. Sean Marks, their general manager, has already said that Kyrie Irving's not going to be made available to the media for the next few days. He was not made available last night. He will not be made available after their game tonight. Mark said, um, you know, I think we have to, uh, you know, we have to we have to sit down. We have to talk. We have to we have to figure out how we can get things going in the right direction here and and educate. So that's what that's what Sean Mark said. I think the Brooklyn Nets are headed in the right direction. You know, I'm so anti hate. It's just difficult for me to understand where Kyrie Irving is coming from in this. But I, I hope that it's, you know, just a little bit of. 
you know, him being uncertain exactly what he's what what he's getting behind here. I think that's everybody's hope, right? Is that it's it's more around that than it is that actually he's hey, thinking this right, way. Right. I mean, you know, his his you know African Americans have been you know trying to reverse this kind of trend for hundreds and hundreds of years and have made a lot of progress. A lot of progress has been made. Can't turn around and start hating on another group. So I, I just hope that. I hope somehow this this is just a matter of Kyrie not quite understanding what he's getting behind here, and I hope the Nets are able to, the Nets and the league are able to educate properly. Number two, Jake Paul, the boxer, beat Anderson Silva over the weekend, and Paul is not happy with people of his generation. After the win against Silva, many people flooded social media saying it was rigged and Silva was paid to throw the match to continue Jake Paul's winning streak. He said, quote, I lose faith in my generation and my peers and us as a society and a Who world. Who said this? Jake Paul. Just knock it off. Jake. I lose faith in my generation and my peers and us <laughs> as a society in a world when I see that type of stuff and that type of stupidity, it just sucks. Uh, I dedicate everything, sacrifice everything, every single day, have a, get this guys, have a 15 person team working around the clock to help me become... The best boxer possible, and when I do something like beating Anderson Silva, they try to take it away from me. But I know deep down, and I guess that's all that really matters, end quote. Chris, what does Jake Paul need to do to make people view him as a legitimate boxer? This is... Because he does think that he is a legitimate boxer, and I'm not saying he's not... Fine. Because I'm not a boxer. So, Chris... What does he need to do to make him a boxer in your eyes? I'm going to have to plead the fifth on this. I, I I don't know. I don't know anything about Jake Paul. I don't beat an know actual about fighting an actual and boxing. Who's what actual boxer has he beat? No, I'm saying, does he need oh. to beat an actual boxer? That was he, my going to be my answer is that he's just got to become a boxer. But I, 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 I'm speaking out of not really knowing. I, I haven't followed anything about Jake Paul's career. Doesn't he have another brother that... Thinks Logan of himself Paul. as a fighter too. No, oh, well, I don't know about that. But he's I know a that WWE fighter now. Logan Paul is. Yeah. Well, I saw him in a match. Man, these Paul brothers did well for themselves. They, hey, listen, buddy. What, what did uh, I mean, Russ, this guy was originally a uh, a YouTube guy? A YouTube. Well, the brothers were like YouTube guys. Okay. What did Russell Westbrook say about uh, Patrick Beverly? Uh, Man, Pat Bev out here tricking y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew, Anderson Silva, who he beat. Whom he beat was a UFC guy. Yeah, yeah, and he was a legend, but he's but, but he's not a boxer. From what I read on the MMA Junkie website is that he's not a boxer. He's more of a wrestler, a jujitsu guy. Uh, and so Jake Paul, Jake Paul also said that Nate Diaz would be no problem for him. But I wouldn't talk about Nate uh, Diaz okay, like can, that. Can Has I, Jake Paul fought an actual no real boxer yet? No, no. Well, Tony, then, that would, then that would be my answer: fight a real boxer and beat somebody like that. I think that is the the simplest term. Although I did find his whole montage to be a little bit pod calling the kettle black. Yes. I mean, come on, Jake. Uh, <laughs> I, I, hey, listen, I, I, I do have a tremendous amount of respect for how much work he has put in. He has. Because he's not a bad boxer. But if you really want people to take you seriously, you have to actually get in the ring with a real boxer. Not not a spider. Not, who is it, a Tyrone Woodley. All these UFC Trade guys. Now you're calling out um, Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Yeah. Come on, man. Like if you if if you really want people to take you seriously, you got to fight a real boxer. 
All right, let's go to number one real quick. Number one. If you would like to do terribly at your job and get paid a lot of money, become the Auburn Tigers football head coach because they fired their coach yesterday, and they fired a coach a couple years ago, Gus Malzahn. Guess what? They're paying $36.8 million to coaches that are no longer coaching for their school. They're getting better, though. They paid $21 million to the first guy and only 15 and This is second. true. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it on the other side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 